Hello everyone, and welcome back to the All Things Basketball Podcast. So today I'll be doing a recap of yesterday's playoff games, and also talking about today's playoff games as there is two elimination games on, and giving my prediction for who I think moves on. Alright, hello everyone, and once again, welcome back to the All Things Basketball Podcast. And so today I'll be doing a recap of yesterday's games. There was four games on, um, three of them were elimination games. And so, you know, just getting right into it. First game was Wizards versus Sixers. Uh, Joel Embiid missed his first game. He did not play last night, but easy win for the Sixers. Uh, they win 129-112. to 112. Um, Sixers looked really good without Embiid. Um, obviously, they're not a contender without Embiid. Um, and it was against the Wizards, but they did look pretty good as an all-around unit. Um, someone that I think deserves a lot more credit is Tobias Harris. I don't think he, he gets talked about nearly... Um, you know, nearly as much as he should because he is such a skilled player. Um, he's their second best scorer easily. Um, he can score all three levels. Um, he's a decent defender. You know, I mean, he can score in crunch time. He's just always, a, you know, always reliable. Uh, he had 28 points, six assists, and 10 rebounds. Just great game from Tobias Harris. Ben Simmons, triple-double, nothing new. Uh, he had 19 points, 11 assists, 10 rebounds. And then the big, well, you know, the big surprise yesterday was Seth Curry. Seth Curry had 30 minutes played, and he had 30 points. His only other stat was two assists, but, I mean, 30 points were huge. Really stepped up big for them. And that's going to be someone that really needs to, you know, step up, you know, more often in these playoffs is going to be Seth Curry because the Sixers are such a dominant team inside that if they hit the outside shots, I mean, it's going to be very hard to beat them. And so someone like a Seth Curry um, and Danny Greener and, you know, Furkan Korkmaz have to hit their outside shots, and Philly will be very, very dangerous down the stretch. Um... The Wizards side of things, I mean, Bradley Beal, 32 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. You know, just watch the game. You know, same as always, scoring the ball at three levels. Can score from anywhere, you know, on anyone. Um, Russell Westbrook, 24 points, 10 assists, 8 rebounds. Nothing new there either, you know, just fills the stat sheet. Um, and just, I'm very, you know, I thought the Wizards could, you know, make this series competitive without Embiid. I thought they would win last night without Embiid. I thought they would maybe catch the Sixers. A little bit of a trap game here, um, and, you know, extend the series, but that was, you know, far from the truth. Uh, you know, the Wizards, I don't know where they go from here. The players have come out and said that they support Scott Brooks, who I think is one of the worst coaches in the league. And I think that's kind of a, you know, uh, a league-wide, you know, kind of knowledge at this point. Scott Brooks is not a good coach. I think most people, you know, agree with me on that. But the players like him, so he'll probably, if I had to guess, you know, he'll be back next season. See what the you know Wizards do in the offseason, but uh you know knocked out in the first round Westbrook and their first round exit for him uh and you know yeah Philly moves on to play the Atlanta Hawks which I'll talk about next year but uh yeah um you know moving on to you know Atlanta they they beat New York last night one hundred three to eighty nine uh they win in five games and I chose the Knicks to win this series and you know in six games I really like you know I really liked New York in the regular season. And I thought their play style fit the playoffs more than probably any other team. Uh, you know, they play at a, you know, mediocre, you know, kind of medium pace, really good defense. They get to the free throw line. Um, but that was just not the case in this playoff series. Atlanta really just beat them down, you know, all five games. Trey Young was just, he he was phenomenal. There's not much, you know, not much to say about Trey Young in the series. I mean, hitting outside shots, free throw line, floaters. Mid-range jumpers, fi- finding teammates for wide-open looks, pushing the pace in transition. Uh, 
you know, and I really liked this Hawks, you know, mentality this this playoff series. You know, first playoff series for a lot of these young players, and they looked like they've been there before. DeAndre Hunter, Bogdanovich, John Collins, uh, Kevin Herter, they all looked really good this playoff series. And Trey Young leading the way was a really good sight to see. And I think I think them versus Philly will be a good series. Um, and I'm really just, you know, excited to watch them play. New York side of things, I could not be more disappointed in Julius Randle. Uh, he was on my fantasy team this year for, uh, you know, NBA fantasy, and he, I loved him all year. You know, assists, rebounds, points, he does everything on the court. Most improved player award winner. And he played absolutely terrible this playoff series. Uh, I don't know, you know, the Hawks did run a lot of different looks at him. Zone, man-to-man, uh, you know, double teams, you know, running three or four dudes at him to make him pass the ball, make tough decisions. But, you know, you watch the last few games of that series, and Randall really just kind of lost his confidence. He was passing up wide-open looks to take tough shots, turning the ball over, dribbling too much, um, you know, just bonehead mistakes. And the Hawks really got in the Knicks' head. Um, and so, you know, R.J. Barrett also struggled this series. Um, you know, him and Randall both shot absolutely terrible. Um, you know, and so for New York, you know, first playoff series for a lot of these, you know, a lot of these young guys. But I just really expected a better, you know, performance from them. And so, you know, very disappointing for the fans. Uh, Derek Rose was their best player this series. Um, however, he did struggle, in, you know, in game five last night. But for New York, you know, got to, you know, wait till next year. See what they do in the offseason. Got a lot of cap space. Uh, you know, a good draft pick selection for the next few years. And so I think they'll be a good team moving forward. But just really, you know, kind of disappointed to watch them go out this way. Okay, so moving forward, we have the Dallas Mavericks who beat the Los Angeles Clippers last night 105 to 100. And Luka with another great performance. 42 points, 14 assists, 8 rebounds. And, you know, just to put it simple, you know, to put it simply, Luka has been kicking the Clippers' ass this whole series. I mean, you know, he's doing whatever he wants out there. No one can, you know, no one's been able to guard him. Uh, the only game where he, where he has struggled has been game four. And obviously, the neck and shoulder injury, I think, bothered him that game. But he looked absolutely fine last night. Uh, he, I mean, the Clippers have just, you know, they're running double teams, you know, zone, man-to-man, you know. I'm pretty sure um, everyone on the Clippers has had a shot to guard him, and no one has been able to do it effectively. And so, you know, with Luka playing like this, and now they have a 3-2 lead, I mean, I think, you know, I chose the Sixers to, I'm not Sixers, I chose the Clippers to win this game in six series going into this series. Uh, And, you know, for a minute there, when when they won two in a row before last night, it was looking like maybe I would be right. But the Mavericks looked good last night. They looked really, really good. And they pulled away in the fourth quarter. And I think game six, I'm a, I am think Mavericks are going to win this series and move on. Uh, you know, Kristaps has been all right this series. You know, he's not scoring the ball as much as I thought he would. But, you know, everything else he's kind of doing okay. I think he's still kind of getting back on his feet a little bit. Dorian Finney-Smith, okay performance, 10 points, 2 assists, 6 rebounds. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. has been great this series. I think 20 points for him, also 8 rebounds, 3 assists. Um, and so Clippers, I mean, not Clippers, Mavericks as a team look pretty good. And I think, I think they'll win this series and move on on the Clippers side of things. Kawhi Leonard's been averaging 30 points this series only at 20 last night. Uh, you know, just kind of, you know, disappointed to see the Clippers play this way. They, they're just a little bit too inconsistent, you know, you know, as a team. Okay. They have these two, two of the top two way players in the leagues in Paul Jordan, Kawhi Leonard. However, I think that's more so reputation at this point because, 
over the last, you know, season or two in the bubble and now in these playoff series, they have not looked like two of the top two-way players in the league. Um, you know, and so it's just very kind of disappointing to watch them play this way when, you know, I could argue that Clippers have the most talent out of any team right now in the playoffs. And for them to be in this series with the Mavericks playing like this, it's kind of hard to watch. Um, and, you know, what the Clippers need is a point guard. You know, they got Rondo, they got Reddy Jackson, and they thought they were going to be the answer, especially Rajon Rondo. However, that's just not how it works. You know, they need someone better than, you know, Rondo to, you know, get guys into place. And what the Clippers, you know, desperately need is a closer. I don't think Kawhi Leonard's a closer. Paul George's not a closer. Uh, you know, Marcus Morris is definitely not a closer. Neither is Rondo. And so, you know, they have someone like Luke Gennard who they paid all that money and he's not even playing, which I think says enough, you know, in, in and of itself. And so for the Clippers side of things, you know, they just got to work on, you know, consistency and playing, you know, with more physicality and just, you know, playing more as a, you know, as a whole team. Uh, because right now they have not looked good uh, with the, you know, exception of, you know, two games before last game, they looked all right. But I think Mavericks going to win this series. And so for the Clippers, there's been rumors, you know, if they lose this series, Kawhi Leonard might be out of there and they would not surprise me if he does leave. Uh, moving on to the last game played yesterday, uh, Grizzlies lose to the Utah Jazz. They get bounced out in the first round. It's really no surprise. I mean, you know, the Grizzlies did win the first game. Mitchell missed that game, obviously. But, you know, the the, the you know the minute Mitchell came back, this series was over. Uh, you know, Jazz win four straight. Mitchell looked like he did not miss a beat uh, the last four games. And so, you know, I mean, Utah's got a lot of, you know, versatile players on their roster. And I think, you know, I mean... I was not a big fan of Utah in the regular season, but, you know, they've looked good this playoff series. And so, you know, it's going to be interesting to watch how they play, you know, from here on out as the playoffs kind of heat up a little bit. For the Grizzlies, um, Dylan Brooks and John Morant have been two very, very, very good players for them this season. And, you know, over the last two, three weeks, you know, for the playing games and for this whole playoff series, they have been phenomenal for them. Uh, Dylan Brooks, do I think he's this good? No. But he has looked good. He does deserve credit. He's playing good defensively. He's scoring the ball from all three levels. Um, but I think it's a little bit more of an uptick in usage, I think. I don't think he's actually this good. Uh, John Morant-wise, I think John Morant will be a very good player in this league for years to come. One of the top point guards, you know, top young point guards in the NBA right now. Um, you know, he's played great this series. And I think for the Grizzlies, you've got to be happy to get them this playoff experience. You know, and so now moving forward, you know, get a few more pieces. And I think they can be a very dangerous team for years to come. But yeah, they get bounced out in the first round. Uh, you know, just not really much to say. I think they're, they're just not ready to compete yet. But once these young players, you know, get older, more experience, they'll be a very dangerous team. All right, so now I'm moving forward on to the games being played today. There's two games on today. And the first one is going to be Nuggets versus Trailblazers. Um... You know, elimination game for uh, Portland. They're down 3-2. Uh, last game, Damian Lillard had one of the, I mean, one of the greatest, you know, playoff games I've ever seen. I mean, 55 points. Um, just, he was just, I mean, it was just crazy watching that game. And the fact, the fact that they lost when he was doing all that is just, it's just kind of hard to, you know, hard to, you know, see how that happens. But uh, for Portland... I thought they win the series in six games. Uh, you know, they're kind of backed up against the wall right now, down 3-2. 
And give Denver credit, you know, I thought without Jamal Murray, they would struggle in the playoffs because, you know, playoffs are a whole different animal compared to the regular season. And so I thought, you know, without Jamal Murray, they would struggle. But guys like Kim Pazzo, uh, Monty Morris, Michael Porter Jr., they've all stepped up this series. And most notably, Austin Rivers, who kind of came out of nowhere, you know, the Knicks cut him. Uh, Nuggets pick him up when Jamal Murray goes out, and he has been great this playoff series. Hitting threes from everywhere, uh, finding teammates. I mean, he's been really a bright spot for them this whole playoff series. And so I think, you know, when you have guys like that stepping up and you also have, you know, Yogesh doing, you know, doing what he does, I think he's the best center in the league. You know, you're a very dangerous team. And so, you know, for today's game, you know, I don't think Dame can get 50, you know, 55 points again. Um, you know, the Blazers just made some really, you know, bonehead mistakes last game. You know, missing wide open shots down the stretch, stay, you know, stepping out of bounds, uh, bad fouls, you know, it's just all that, you know, kind of, you know, mental and just, you know, instinct kind of stuff. But I, th I think Nuggets will close out the series today. I think Nuggets will win this game today against Portland. It should be a very, you know, close and fun game to watch. I'm taking Denver 101 to 98 and they'll move on to the second round of the playoffs. And the last game that I'll be talking about today will be the Phoenix Suns going against the Los Angeles Lakers. Phoenix leads 3-2. Um, AD is questionable to play today's game. And, you know, without AD, the Lakers looked absolutely terrible, you know, last game. Um, you know, just everyone, I mean, even LeBron did not look, you know, did not look good. He only took 17 shots. Without AD playing for the Lakers to win, LeBron's going to need pretty much 25 to 30 shots for them to win. Because the Lakers do not really have anyone else that can go get their own shot. Um, Dennis Schroeder, he had zero points last game. I mean, he had just as many points as we all did, you know, watching from home, right? He did not score at all. KCP was terrible. Wesley Matthews was terrible. Just the whole team just sucked. And so for the Lakers case, um, you know, even if AD is able to play, I'm not sure he'll be fully ready. Um, and so I, I think Phoenix will win today. Devin Booker's look great this series. DeAndre Ayton's been a bright spot for them. McCall Bridges is a very young and upcoming defender in this league. Uh, Chris Paul and Monty Williams have just been such a difference for them. Such a, you know, just a change in culture, change in their, you know, their pace of play, just their overall play style. The young guys are taking the leadership of, the, you know, the older veterans such as Chris Paul. And just it's just all coming together and, you're, you know, you're watching it play out in this playoff series. And so I think Suns will close this, will, will close this series out. Um... You know, I'm pretty sure LeBron's never lost in the first round. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's never lost in the first round. And so, you know, this would be just, this would be crazy to watch, you know, them get knocked out in the first round. Obviously, if AD doesn't play, it's a huge loss for them. But, you know, for the Lakers, you know, they've got guys such as Kyle Kuzma, who they paid a three-year deal, you know, thinking he can be the third option on this team. And I'm sorry, but he just sucks. Like, I mean, I wish I could put it any other way, but he he's not good. Kyle Kuzma is not good at all. Um, I, I don't know what it is, but he's, he just, he, you know, he's a, he's a skilled player. He just does not have the mental side of the game, right? You, can, you know, his confidence, just his IQ is just not there. And that translates onto the court. Um, and so I just don't know where they go from here. Uh, Andre Drummond's been good for them this series. Uh, Marcus all, you know, with AD out, he's having to play minutes and it's just not working either. And so... You know, watching watching Lakers play without AD is tough because Lakers are one of the only teams in the league that is, you know, they play inside out. They get the ball inside, they get to the free throw line, 
and then they kick it out later in the game to wide open shooters once they have to you know once you have the double ad once you have the double brawn in the mid post you know that's when their shooters start hitting shots without ad you don't get any of that and so for the lakers to win today they just got to be aggressive uh win the transition game you know have more transition points than phoenix does you know get, get you know get defensive rebounds limit second chance points and you got to get the free throw line but i'm taking sun to this game it would not surprise me if it's a blowout but i'm i think it, i think it will be a close game I'm taking Suns 108 to 102, and they'll move on to the second round of the playoffs. All right, so that is all for today's episode, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Um, and also, you know, I said this last episode, but uh, I'll be trying to put more content at a more consistent pace. School's over for me now, so I'll have more time to, you know, talk about, you know, everything going on in the NBA. And then also, once, you know, the offseason kicks in, I'll be doing season reviews for NBA teams and also looking forward to, you know, the NBA draft mock drafts, player analysis, player reviews, and just, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of cool stuff coming out for content wise for this podcast. Um, but yeah, thank you for all the new follows and listens and uh, be sure to follow me on Instagram at dbla.atb.